Hello, everyone. It's Richard Lewis here, editor at large for DeSerto on an episode of Under the Influence, our new show about influencers. I say new, it feels like we've done 500 episodes already. <laughs> Mike, I'm not going to lie. Cause, you've uh, got it. You've got it. You know, I think the, the best way to find a winning formula is do a thousand pilots. I think that's the, uh... it's the best thing about working for DeSerto or taking all the time to record all these pilots for shows that never air. It's personally, <laughs> the, the, it's why I came aboard, actually. I just love Do you just want to create content my not time. publish? Yeah, absolutely. Nice. Well, no, it's the safest thing, isn't it, in an age of cancel culture? If you never actually publish the work, it can't be deemed controversial and you can't lose your job. So we well, beat the system it. again. Beat the system again. Uh, but anyway... You're ahead of the curve, Rich. Ahead of the curve, as always. Always. Well, look, you're going to be ahead of the curve, eh? The story, the story you've picked out for me, I know absolutely nothing about, but you have this strange fascination with the milk boys. I don't even know... I, I probably shouldn't say this since we're on a show about influencers and I'm meant to know about these things. I don't know who the milk boys are. Just a bunch of people drinking, filming themselves. That's about it, really. That's as much That's as I know. It. Well, so what, what's going on with them? Well, yeah, as you say, we're talking about you're talking about cancel culture. That's kind of the, almost the theme of this episode. Mm. Um, so the Nelk Boys are a collective group of guys who live in California, but they're from like around the US. Some in, from Canada as well. Um, and essentially, they their whole theme is send it, which is they just want to get f-ed up all the time. So right. every single episode, they do. They also do pranks as well. So. You'll see them like if you ever flicking on your Instagram and you like go through. Oh, I'm doing that all the time, me, man. Yeah, I love it. You, you, you always you find a random prank video. They're often the, those guys. So they, they've been going around the US for like the last month because they got California got shut down right. again because of COVID. Mm-hmm. They've been going around and they're just partying. So they're getting private jet spaces. They're just doing, well, they're talking about doing drugs all the time. They're getting math. They've got a huge audience. So like they'll constantly be turning up at universities. And there'll be like thousands of people there and they'll just go on these insane parties and they'll like record the whole thing. It gets uploaded to YouTube. Now, YouTube's now come out and basically said that they've been suspended from their partner program and they've been suspended um, because, and I quote, if a creator's off-platform behavior harms our ecosystem, we take action to protect the community. We suspended the Nelk channel from the partner program because they encourage large numbers of people to disregard social distancing guidelines, creating a large public health risk. And that's on the back of a lot of like mainstream journalists. For example, I don't know if you heard of um, Taylor Lorenz. She's yeah, yeah, yeah. New York Times. So she yeah, never shuts up about TikTok. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So she posted a video um, basically of that, and that's what you Team YouTube replied to. Now, personally, I think it's it's an interesting line because if you watch any of the Nelk Boy videos, they constantly talk about how they don't make any money from YouTube because every single video they do gets pretty much demonetized anyway. So mm. what's this actually achieving by doing this? They've not suspended the channel. You can still view their videos. They're still getting millions of views. And actually what they say is they only make their money from their full send gear. The full send, I said send it before. Full send gear, um, yeah. which is basically like they do t- limited drops of like, t- like, you know, Supreme style and they sell out in minutes and like, you know, whenever the, you can see it and sometimes they have like 150,000 people on the store when it's ready to buy and stuff like that. So they make all their money from that. This isn't going to stop them. This is going to do nothing. This, if anything, it's just going to give them more notoriety. Yeah, it's a tough one for, for me, this, because on, on the surface of it, like when, when I was looking at the story and looking at YouTube's kind of reaction to it, I did think that, you know, for fuck's sake, YouTube, 
like like where where does it where does it end in terms of where, what behavior you're going to police off platform and all of these big tech companies now uh, twitter just announced for example they're going to start looking at what people do off platform and what your you know what behavior you get up to in your you know private life essentially or stuff that you know isn't on the platform i think you know I don't like that. I don't want. I don't want big tech companies sort of coming along and and, and saying what you can and can't do off there. I like. I want their terms of service and their rules to end on their sites. But equally as well, what you can say is YouTube have drawn a very clear line in the sand about their approach to the COVID pandemic. They've removed uh, multiple videos that have spread misinformation. They've removed videos from doctors that don't even necessarily agree with the sort of, you know, standard uh, scientific consensus about the illness. Um, and, And when you've got people who are actively filming themselves going to colleges saying, ignore the lockdown rules, go out and party yeah. it's go it's all going to be fine you are putting those people at risk i mean you know especially at a time when yeah you might be young and healthy enough to fight the illness yourself but then you go and you might interact with your, your mother or your your grandparents and they're not and that's where you know we're going to start seeing the spike in the mortality rates again so it, it's inarguably a potential danger and YouTube have made it very clear that when it comes to matters relating to COVID, you have to fall in line with their terms of service. So, you know, my, my gut reaction was to go one way, but it's definitely in line with, with uh, YouTube's policies and it's probably the responsible thing to do. Yeah, so we'll, we'll find out what happens with the Melt Boys, but that's a quick roundup and obviously a quick little education for you on the Melt Boys for you. Yeah, thanks, you know, mate. I, well, I, I suspect you you'll be... Them, you talk about I them every week. I suspect you'll be, you know, subscribing to the channel... You'll they, be getting him. I'll see you in the next video. Get your oh, boots man, signed they, by them. They sound, they sound brilliant. They sound right <laughs> up my street. Well, look, so the story I picked out for, for the show today, um, you know, I was kind of conflicted. Um, we might end up recording a little bit anyway. I don't know if it'll stay in, but I think we'll probably have to talk about the everything that's been going on with Leafy, the YouTuber. Yeah. Obviously, um, there was uh, a lot of debate around him, uh, the content he was putting out on YouTube as it related to Pokemon. A lot of people said it went too far. Personally, I, I wasn't one of them. I actually thought the stuff he was saying on Twitter where he was joking with users about, you know, potentially assassinating her was way... That was way over the line. I don't think the stuff he put in his YouTube video... But did you see what he put in his YouTube video, though? Because it was, it was... I thought it was just... It wasn't, yeah, I mean, even, it wasn't offended. It was just... Yeah, like, don't, get me, don't get me wrong. Like, I, I, I think obviously I don't watch his content. You know? <laughs> no, of course. Like, I'm just... but, but I made a point of watching uh, the videos at, at that yeah. time. And listen, if you're in the public eye, people are going to say things about you. People are going to say that, you know, you're, you're maybe not that attractive or you're ugly or you're overweight or, you know, things like this. That just that's, comes with being a celebrity. That's, that's life. But yeah, I thought the content was garbage. I'm definitely worried about a dude who's posting about, you know, imposing with guns and stuff like this while talking about assassin you know paying to have people assassinated now obviously these are jokes and i get that they're jokes but all it takes is one nutter that follows you see those jokes and act on it and unfortunately you know when you've got five million you know followers on youtube can you honestly say that not one of those people might take it out of context and act in a crazy fashion 
So I think you have a responsibility when you when you're that size. And Leafy's never really been interested in sort of showing any restraint or you know exercising any of that responsibility. So when YouTube made the decision to ban him, <clears throat> I wasn't really surprised. Although I will say it sets a kind of weird precedent because he did break the rules as they were written down in the new um, YouTube guidelines, but he had no strikes or anything like that on his account. He was in good standing. And it does seem to be a case of that. He went after Pokemon and H3H3, two big names. And as a result, YouTube were like, we don't want the negative press this is going to bring. Those people obviously have kind of more social status uh, than, than Leafy. So we'll just completely nuke his 5 million follower account from Orbit. And, and that should worry every content creator, honestly, that YouTube felt comfortable doing that. But then obviously he's gone over to Twitch and then they've mm. removed him. Um, yeah, well, this is the next part that... of the story, right? So he jumps across to Twitch and yeah. basically is banned immediately. And I'm, I'm not sure why, why he was banned. I'm not sure what... They, they said, I think, what? let me find the wording for it, but I'm pretty sure it was, they said it was... What, engaging in safety of users or something yeah. like that? Uh, so it says, right, it said... Uh, the, the statement they give to Slasher, uh, a, a journalist that covers these things, Rod Breslau, you can follow him on Twitter. Uh, they said, the safety of our community is our top priority and we reserve the right to suspend any account for conduct that violates our rules or that we determine to be inappropriate, harmful or put our community at risk. Well, I'm not sure what Leafy was doing during that stream. Again, I haven't seen it all, but I haven't seen any clips where he's calling for violence or, no. or any, any, Again, anything this is like that. This is likely to be for his behavior off platform. You know, this is yeah. obviously typical of Twitch. But I mean, it does say, like, I don't think Leafy's content has any value, right? But that doesn't mean that someone should be unpersoned. And I, I don't like it when all the big platforms that we have that essentially hold monopolies on public discourse because there isn't a rival to YouTube. We know yeah. there really isn't a rival to Twitch. Like, not even Facebook, you know, can sort of get that going. You know, not even companies with unlimited resources can do that. And when they all are in alignment and all in agreement that you have to be deplatformed across the board, well, what do you do as a content creator? How do you get your voice out there? How, let's say, Leafy wants to reform, for want of a better word, or change the type of messaging. You know, he's just a kid still. You know, yeah. he's, not, he's, he's not an old, wise person. He might change his mind about the type of content he wants to make in a few years. Well, is he going to be welcome back? Probably not. What does it mean for him? What does it mean for his livelihood? What does it mean for his body of work, by the way? All the videos he's made. Like, when you lose a YouTube channel, they just it's gone. It's just gone yeah. forever. They well, don't warn gone. you. They don't give you a chance to back anything up. So that's, like, his entire body of work. Gone. And, like, as a creator myself, I, that that's, like, one of my greatest fears. Like, if I lost everything i'd ever produced on the internet you know that would be devastating for me personally yeah there's a lot of history there i think i mean reading from his tweets though he said um thought there would be a warning first or something i mean it was obvious i was pushing it but still somewhat mindful of tos mm. so he's, he's he's almost saying there that he has been he's tried not to break the rules but he might have broken them slightly but twitch have just given him the hammer straight away I think, to be honest, when it comes to Twitch, this isn't a surprise at all. Nobody's no. surprised that Leafy's being banned. No. Um, you know, when I saw it, I was like, oh, it makes sense. You know, if you're going to ban, you know, other people from the platform, room allegedly Doc, because he'd, um, 
because they want to keep advertising safe. And they, that, that was one of the reasons, apparently, they want to show advertisers, look, we actually can get rid of anyone. Mm. Um, just to remind. Uh, you know, it doesn't make, it doesn't surprise me at all that Leafy and we've, is being banned. And we've seen Twitch over the years get stricter and stricter and stricter about what they um, what they allow and don't allow. You know, we obviously see, saw a scenario with um, Forson, we were talking about off air before, and he got banned because he said something that sounded like the F word. And mm-hmm. actually it was just him saying, but it's yep. just in the way in Swedish, it kind of comes across, or the Swedish accent, it kind of comes across like the F word. Um, and as a result, you know, he's, he's been unbanned now, but you know, it took still a couple of days. That's still a lot of lost revenue for him. If he was going to stream, you know, these big streamers are making thousands and thousands of dollars a day. Um, mm. And for him to be, and I bet he doesn't get anything back for that. No, and just I, because it, Twitch were a bit ban happy. That's one thing about Twitch is if you compare it to YouTube, YouTube is far more lenient on, it's far more lenient compared to Twitch, even though YouTube have their own kind of rules and regulations that kind of maybe overstep the mark. But you know, you see a lot of people will go from Twitch to YouTube when they get banned. Yeah, they just they just seem to prioritize. I don't know why Leafy thought things. in this scenario that he'd be get unbanned. Yeah, it's it's like it's 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 a really weird one. I I think um as as I said, like I know for a fact there are a bunch of people that are very edgy in terms of the type of content they make on Twitch and the things that they say on Twitch. You know, and when I do my podcast, I'm probably one of them. But I've never felt under threat or like fearful for my channel. I've never had a warning, never had a strike. Yeah. You know, Leafy was on Twitch like for a few hours and was, was permaban. <laughs> it's obviously clear, you know, it's clearly a targeted move by Twitch. They were probably anticipating him coming yeah. across and had a had a strategy for banning him in place. Um, 100% a strategy. Yeah, so it, so it, it, it's a mess. Um, I, I, you know, I don't really know what to make of it. I need to know more about what it is he's supposed to have done. Looks to me like it was just Leafy being Leafy. I don't think yeah. Leafy is so bad there's no room for him on the internet. That makes no sense to me whatsoever. I think he needs to be really careful about the type he says when it comes to what could be construed as encouraging violence because... Like I said, there's people out there that will act upon it if you if you sort of dangle that carrot. And you have to be very careful when you have a big following. But other than that, his content's just juvenile, lowest common denominator poking fun at people. And that's pretty much what the internet was founded on. So it yeah. seems it seems ridiculous to sort of we're all suddenly we're all above that type of content and it shouldn't exist. So there you have it, guys. Those are the stories that we picked out uh, to discuss uh, on this episode of Under the Influence. Uh, We'll be back uh, as soon as there's any more big stories breaking to let you know what you need to know and our opinions about everything that's going on in that world. So thanks a lot for tuning in and we'll see you next time.